0: An analyst expected jobless claims dropped by 24,000 to 400,000 last week. When it comes to spending money, a new survey from creditcards.com finds young people are on a spree. CBS's Diane King-Hall. Nearly 60% of millennials say they are willing to go into debt to celebrate the end of the pandemic. 56% of Gen Zers feel the same. Travel is the number one category they are happy to pile on the plastic. This is CBS News.
1: CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news with our team of reporters around the country and the world. We give you the coverage you can trust. Are you a true crime super fan? Join award-winning 48 Hours correspondent Aaron Moriarty on the My Life of Crime podcast. Name the 2021 Digiday Best podcast. Each episode pulls you straight into the investigations, including a New York City after party gone horribly wrong, a cold-blooded teen killer looking for a retrial, and more. Season three coming this fall. Follow My Life of Crime on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Chick-fil-A is growing by leaps and bounds. The Atlanta-based chain is making moves, constructing a trio of new sites in Hawaii. According to a release, the company says it's planning to open three new stores on Oahu and Maui next year with an additional three locations in the 50th state in 2023. This follows the previous announcement of new locations opening up in Puerto Rico later on this year and early next year, not to mention the other sites around Metro Atlanta and other states. These new locations make the fast food restaurant one of the fastest-growing chains in the country despite the pandemic. Michelle Wright for CBS News, Atlanta. The bearded bassist from ZZ Top has died. Dusty Hill played with the band for over 50 years. He was included in their induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Members announced his death on social media, but gave no cause. Dusty Hill was 72. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
2: Can you name the three habits of healthy hygiene? We shower, we brush our teeth, and we... Wait a minute. What third habit? Think about it. The pandemics reminded us that the nose is your body's filter against a constant invasion of airborne germs. Your nose traps allergens, bacteria, and viruses. But like any filter, the more it's clogged up, the less it works. Now it's easy to clean your nose with Navage. My name's Martin Hoke, and I did not invent nasal irrigation. It's been around thousands of years, but I did invent Navage to make nasal irrigation easy for everyone. Navaj uses powered suction to flush out germs that cause congestion, or worse, can make you very sick. People love Navage. It has 4.7 stars with over 70,000 online reviews, and over 2 million people use Navaj to breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier. Go to Navaj.com or find Navage at Walgreens, CBS, Rite Aid, Target, Bed Bath, and select Walmarts. Make cleaning your nose your third habit. Navaj. Clean nose. Healthy life.
1: CBS Sports Brief. Summer games. Here's correspondent Steve Futterman.
3: And hello from Tokyo. U.S. officials may sometimes privately wish that the Olympics only consisted of swimming. Swimming. U.S. swimmers continue their domination at the pool today, picking up five more medals, two of them gold. Caleb Dressel, the top U.S. male swimmer, took gold in one of the most prestigious events, the men's 100-meter freestyle. In
1: that final right there, I started to find my groove a little bit. In the
3: 800-meter freestyle, a bit of a surprise. American Bobby Fink swam a blistering final 50 meters in 26.39 seconds to go from fourth to first. I wasn't expecting (laughs) 26.3. I had no idea. One of America's hopes in track and field is out. Sam Kendricks, the world champion pole vaulter and bronze medalist from five years ago in Rio, has tested positive for COVID-19. CBS Sports Brief, Summer Games. I'm Steve Futterman in Tokyo.
2: Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase, and it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. Don't look back and wish that you would take an action. Call 833-8ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender license in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030.
3: With Joe Biden and the radical left, it is always America last. While I was president, it was always America first, and our country was respected again.
0: President Trump put America first with border security, energy independence, and record job creation. But in just six months, the Democrats have undone those policies. We need strong, conservative leaders in Congress to fight back. Leaders like
4: Jeff LeRae. I'm Steve Stivers. Representing you has been the greatest honor of my life. And on August 3rd, you'll choose my successor. I'm proud to support Jeff Leray for Congress. Jeff Leray is a former law enforcement officer and a strong conservative leader who's fought to make our communities safer. Jeff Leray will fight to get people back to work, strengthen our borders, and protect our conservative values. On August 3rd, please join me and support Jeff Leray for Congress. I'm Steve Stivers, and I approve this message paid for by stivers for congress
0: stay on top of the news every hour at the top of the hour with cbs news radio on classic hits 97 and 97.1 fm w a t h
4: Hello, my name is Kevin Tidd. My wife, Carrie, and I are the owners of The Pharmacy on Stimson Avenue. For over half a century, we have been feeding the Athens community and providing customer service that is above and beyond your expectations. It has been our lifelong dream to run our own health and wellness store, and we enjoy doing so every day. Just like how we enjoy promoting our lifestyle on WATH and WXTQ radio. Radio advertising has worked for us, especially in these trying times, and it can work for you and your business as well. Take it from us, Kevin and Carrie from The Pharmacy.
2: Ready to check home ownership off your bucket list, but worried you can't afford it? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency is here to help. We offer down payment assistance and discounted interest rates to recent Ohio College grads, teachers, nurses, veterans, and more. Not a first time home buyer? We've got a program for you, too. Find out if you qualify at myohiohome.org. That's myohiohome.org. Home ownership, ready when you are. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency aired by the OAB and this station. Mike Carey brags he's not a politician. He's been a
4: DC Big coal lobbyist for 20 years. Carey's clients supported the House Bill 6 new plant billion dollar bailout scheme that led to the householder indictment, Ohio's biggest bribery scandal ever. Say no to lobbyists, bailouts, and bribes. Say no to Carey for Congress. Tom Wong. I'm not
2: a politician or a lobbyist. and I prove this message?
0: Paid for by Tom for Ohio.
2: Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between 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 court and Congress, 5937393. That's 5937393.
1: Difficulties with everyday tasks, words and numbers, confusion in familiar environments, memory loss, and changes in behavior. These are all signs of dementia. Athens County Cares wants to create a dementia-inclusive Athens County and empower adults living with cognitive decline through a holistic program which safeguards their dignity and independence while improving their and their caregivers' quality of life. Pick up the phone and call
2: 740-594-3535 or visit AthensCountyCares.org to learn more. Are you struggling to pay out-of-pocket Medicare costs? Your deductibles, co-payments, and prescription medication can really add up. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help you navigate confusing sign-ups and help you save money. Medicare savings programs such as extra help or low-income subsidy are available. Call 1-800-331-2644 for free over-the-phone assistance with enrollment. No waiting, no travel. Just one phone call. That's 1-800-331-2644.
3: Lifelong ambitions, national pride, and fierce competition are in full display in Tokyo, and we're here to bring you the results and the drama behind them. CBS Sports Briefs from the Summer Games, your ticket to history.
1: On Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. I-N-E-P-T, Tech. Two, four,
3: six, eight.
1: Who do we appreciate Oysters, oysters, raw, raw,
5: raw. Coach Art Turf, a big weekend coming up on campus here at Inept Tech, your first home game of the season, and also the first conference game of the season. Well,
6: that's right. You know, it is the first home ball game of the season, and excitement is real high, and atmosphere is filled with football on campus this week. Everybody can't wait for that first home ball game, and I do want to point out, just like you said, that it is the first conference ball game of the season. That makes it Double it big, even bigger than usual for the first home ball game, because everybody knows that the conference title goes through in Tech this year. And I do want to point out that uh, you can't win all your conference ball games less than you win the first one. So we are concentrating real hard on this ball game. We put all them ball games in the past that we've done play. We are playing them one at a time, and we're concentrating on our first home ball game this week.
5: The opponent coming in is Cinema State. And I think you were telling me that there is a bit of a revenge factor as far as the oysters are concerned.
6: Well, that's right. You know, uh, we are remembering what they had done to us last year. You know, we went to their place and played them, and they got quite a home field advantage uh, at their place. You know, they got a a field that's a little bit wider than your usual football field. They got that wide field effect on their team, and they they have uh, what you call your trap play that they busted us up with last year. You know, we figured that it was going to be one of those normal where you shift over the defensive tackles and the guards so as you can run, make your running backs go right up through them holes there, but they had a real special trap play designed for their running backs. They had actual trap door in their field where their fullback just dropped down their trap door and 25 yards down the field, he popped up in another trap door and run for a touchdown, and we hadn't forgotten that. And, and uh, we uh, got our sights set on really giving them some of their own medicine this week.
5: Sounds like they did take an uh, unfair advantage of your team last year, Coach. And we'll get Just a-
6: like everybody else does, it seems we- like.
5: We'll get a scouting report on Cinema State right after we pause.
7: The Athens County Recycling Center reminds radio stations, too, that they can recycle programs. Well, Coach
5: Turf, what have you been able to find out about this week's opponent, Cinema State?
7: Well, we do have a real fine
6: preview for Cinema State because, you know, they ain't no shortage of game films from those boys, so we do have a real fine preview, and that preview tells us that their quarterback is their top gun, fellow named uh, Stud Stewart. You know, it's real risky business to go up against him and play because old Stud likes to play taps when that ball game is over, and he's had a fine ball game and likes to show the color of his money when the ball game is over because they usually cruise to victory whenever he plays in the ball game. On offense, And as far as defense goes, they got a couple of linebackers that play over there. Twins, uh, Tom and Tim Terminator. And them, them boys is real tough. Uh, they like to portray themselves as being predators out there on a the football field and paint themselves up with all that green and brown and colored stuff all over their faces so they blend in with the ground like commandos do, and they're going to be real tough for us to uh, fight against.
5: Well, what about your
6: game plan going in, Coach? Well, we got a light game plan this week. What is that? Well, that's the same as our regular game plan, only a third less calories.
5: Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and
1: only Coach Art Turf in our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM.
7: W-A-T-H-E-V-E-N-S. Yeah, boy. Or I guess I could say uh, girl. Hey, we got a free-for-all today. And of course, our phone number, 592. 66 46 busy day we got a lot of stuff here to share with you but uh, feel free to interrupt us anytime we'll do our best to handle whatever you bring up We have a caller right now. Good morning. What's on the air?
8: Good morning. It's J.W. Buddy.
7: Hey. Hi. How how are you? We're doing well. What's up?
8: You're not inept today.
7: <laughs> uh, always inept.
8: <laughs> hey, I want to um, pay tribute to President Ping. Um, what a great
7: guy. Okay. Let me. Let me. Can I ask you to hang in there for a minute? Sure. Folks, uh, we did have the opportunity yesterday to make you aware that now two days ago, uh, Charlie Ping died. Charles J. Ping. Um, He died at his home in Athens. I have a... um, A lengthy article describing many things that were accomplished during his, uh, I think it was 19 years as president. Um, He was a true gentleman. I had many opportunities to attend events at his home back when the home was still on Park Place. Twenty Twenty Nine Park Place, as I recall. Uh, Claire, of course, um, um, is is still alive, um, but not in great shape either. And he's got uh, two children, Andrew and Ann. Um, There's going to be a memorial service this Saturday at 2.30. And that'll be held at the First Presbyterian Church on uh, 2 North Court Street. 2.30 p.m. Um, I've been uh, interested in how many different uh, newspapers uh, throughout the state have uh, picked up on this story, and some will have uh, additional stories down the road. Um, Now, just by coincidence, J.W., I had just completed a personal study of the, the, the presidents of Ohio University. So I'm going to let you take your crack at, not crack, that's not a nice word, take your moment to say what you want to say, and then I'm going to blend in this this list a little bit. I think I think we'll both find it interesting.
8: Yeah, he was a great guy. I came here to interview in 1992, and he was president then. I didn't know that, didn't know him, because I had no intention of coming here um at that time i'd never heard of ohio university or athens and uh i think as a result of his leadership in the kind of um atmosphere that i felt around here that as well as a couple other issues that's why i came here and um what i like and i may actually put some of my thoughts down and send in a letter to the editor sure to the messenger of the news is but i uh at least two things jump out at me. You said already he was such a gentleman. I had I an had opportunity to serve on at least a couple of committees with him, and he was such a gentle man, not just gentleman in terms of that term, but a gentle man. Mm-hmm. He, would, uh, he never raised his voice. Right. He, uh, he knew he brought enormous um, uh, school history to the table, uh, as well as an amazing amount of credit building, but he never usurped his authority. He never talked down anybody. He answered all the questions. He never thought you know. He never brought up what he did. Only time he brought it up was when somebody else brought it up, or or when he thought it would be helpful for that particular issue. Right. And I, I I firsthand got to see that serving with him. What a you know. That was masterful. and But I think the biggest thing was, you know, his genuine graciousness. Um, uh, he, you know, he used a wheelchair those final years of his Finally, life. Right. And he never, and he had a lot of care, tendance. I never felt like he was embarrassed by that, felt the need to overcompensate, certainly didn't keep him in, you know, in hiding, yeah. <laughs> you know, I him at restaurants and out on the campus he remained as public as he could as vocal as he could and you just he was one of those guys who just wanted to sit and just let him talk you just listen you know turn on the recorder and just let him talk you talk about whatever you want to talk about president ping i i just want all these nuggets and I don't, I don't have a lot of people in my, I haven't had a lot of people like that in my life that I felt like that about, and I'd put him in that top five of people that that uh,
7: I, I'm that, going I would, to, that I would think about. Let in me that add regard. another aspect to this, although it's related. He appointed me to serve on a committee called Lifelong Learning. Mm-hmm. Neil Bucklew, who was our Provost, I guess, at the time, uh, chaired that committee. Everybody on the committee was a dean except for me. Great. Uh, at that time, I was not teaching in journalism. I, in fact, I had had no role with the university other than a supporter. I was, that, that committee met for a little over two years. Now, the concept of the committee was, shouldn't people who have accomplished various things in their lives receive experiential credit? Yeah. And I really don't know what became of that whole program. Uh, it's
8: still there in a different form, but it's still there. I just I just signed off on a uh, portfolio about a month ago.
7: Good. Well, um, the thing is, I we would be invited. Uh, there there was a group that I don't even know if it still exists, but it was established shortly after I arrived in the seventies, called the Tr- Trustees Academy. And uh, you gave a certain amount of money, and then you were a part of this. And at my tender young age back in the 70s, the amount of money that I had to give uh, was much less than if I were older. Anyway, that caused me to be able to attend a number of social events at Park Place and other events, mixing it up with the hierarchy of the university. It was a terrific opportunity. But the number of times we sat down next to the piano there in the living room, and he'd ask me a question. And he listened. And then I might hear a week or two later about how he was trying to do something to respond to what I had brought up. Mm. That was... It made me feel great, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Claire was such a fine lady. Of course, she's still alive, but she's not well. Um... Just a first-class person, and he yep. was president for nineteen years. Yep. Now, yep. Can you, you have another few minutes?
8: Uh, I better run. Okay. I got, if I, I usually normally, if I would, but I better. Run, I got another appointment here, but I just wanted to get on record and just. I can't say enough good things.
7: J.W. Thanks for calling. Take care, brother. Bye okay. Bye-bye. <clears throat> All right. So as it happens, Purely coincidence, about, uh, oh, I forgot to turn his phone off. Let me do that. There we go. About, um, I think it's been three weeks ago, I was sitting watching a television and decided, you know, I want to look up the presidential sequence for the university. So I build an Excel spreadsheet. Um, how many presidents have we had thus far? Well, the answer is twenty-three, but it might be twenty-two. Uh, why do I say that? There was one president who served twice. That was Charles Super. He served uh, 18 years in the late 80, 1800s. And another two years. Well, all of them in the late teen, he, he He finished in 1901. He had two terms. A total of 14 years. That, that was an unusual point to me. Okay, now we, we, we always talk about how Ohio University was founded in 1804, right? When do you think the first president was named? 1809. Jacob Lindley. And he served for 13 years as the first president of Ohio University, but it started in 1809. And I, I, I don't know, Scott, I'm just sort of thinking, well, who was president, uh, who served in the top capacity during that first five years? Oh, well. Um, number two was James Irvine. He had two years as president. Then Robert Wilson, who had 15 years. And then William McGuffey, who had four. So his his fourth year ended in 1843. Once again... A period of four or five years passed without our having a president until Alfred Ryers was named in 1848. He served four years. Forgive my phone. Howard Solomon was the sixth, 1852 to 1871, 19 years. There are only three who have served 19 years. Nobody's had 20. And they were, as I just mentioned, Howard Solomon, Elton Bryan, and now Charlie Pink. Well, anyway, um, I could go on. So after after um, Elton Bryan, or I'm sorry, um, Alston Ellis, you had um, Elton Bryan, Herman James, Walter Gamitsfelder, John Baker. He had sixteen years. Vernon Alden, eight years. Claude Soule, five years. Harry Cruson had an, a one-year presidency, what they call an interim president, I think, kind of like uh, what Hugh Sherman uh, is now. Um uh, By the way, Harry Cruson was a great friend of mine. First of all, Margaret Crewson, Martha Martha Cruson, his wife, <laughs> taught both of our kids, that is to say, Jackie and Nick, how to swim. And she taught many youngsters how to swim. You'd call her up and say, Would you mind teaching our children how to swim? And she'd take them on one by one. Or two by one uh, my two at, a, at the same time is what I'm trying to say another affiliation I had with Harry cruson was I took his place on city council and then served a number of terms he actually recommended me in his party he was a democrat he said no way <laughs> So uh, there was someone else in there just for a few months until I was elected. Harry <laughs> Cruisen. But he was a one-year president in 1974-75. Uh, then came Charles Ping, who what brought this topic up today. 19 years as president. Followed by Bob Glidden, who had 10 years. Rob McDavis, who served for 13. Dwayne Nellis, who is just... Um, is um, he, he had four years. And presently, it's Hugh Sherman, who's in his first year. And I'm not sure if that's a... An interim appointment or um, or longer term. It's, it's not been made clear yet. Now, what about all of these guys? So, uh, Lindley Hall is named for uh, the first president. It is currently being renovated. It is uh, unoccupied and a lot of major stuff going on there. What's that on the corner of? That, once it peels up there, is it called President Street? Yeah, President and South Court. Well, Richland Avenue, as it enters town, becomes President Street. So it's at the corner of President and South Court. There's even a little garden there. James Irvine. Well, Irvine Hall, which houses the part of the College of Medicine as well as the College of Arts and Sciences. Um, Both have some of their sections in there. Robert Wilson. We have Wilson Hall. That's a residence, uh, you know, a dorm, okay? William McGuffey. Well, we have McGuffey Hall. That's, um, if you're looking at Cutler from... College Gate. You've got um, Wilson on the left of it. What's the other one on the right? That, that, would, that would be McGuffey. McGuffey. Thank you.
4: Yeah.
7: Uh, McGuffey, uh, Wilson Hall. Even today is uh, residences, uh, or the, or dorm a uh, dorm like. McGuffey Hall is advancement, where Jackie works, my daughter. Next president is Alfred Ryers, who served in the mid 1800s, and we have Ryers Hall, which is again dormitory. Howard Sullivan Um, we have Howard Park using only his first name. Uh, some of you have been walking across campus. You probably walked across Howard Park without even knowing it. William Scott was the seventh president and we have Scott Quad. Now what's in there? Well, you got all our campus safety stuff police and all of that security and you also have um university communications and marketing Charles Super who was president twice for a total of 14 years maybe almost 15 um Super Hall, as I understand it, was demolished. And a new building is in its place. But once upon a time, we had Super Hall. Isaac Crook. We had Crook Hall, which is now known as Stocker Center. Okay. Uh, there's someone trying to ring in here. Let me, let me uh, interrupt my list here for a moment. I don't want them to have to wait. Good morning. Did I hit the wrong button? I sure did. Good morning.
9: Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I just let people remind people. I know you're talking about something
7: else, but the uh, Vietnam oh, Law yes. Memorial. I'm getting there. You is, bet.
9: Uh, but the opening ceremony is going to be at 10 o'clock. Uh, you can come anytime between now and Sunday, at 2 p.m. 24 hours a day. There'll be somebody here staffing it who wants to come and visit it. And uh, there be there's parking at the Convocation Center.
7: Yes. Uh, it's, you know, and, and, it's and it's labeled. Re- it says for the. Yeah,
9: there's two there's two yeah. boards out there. It says uh, Vietnam Memorial Parking uh, on the Schaefer, St- Schae- uh, me, Schaefer Street side. In there's uh, the wall, and there's a trailer there that uh, has, you know, the pictures of. Uh,
7: and some videos. That show killed
9: in a, yeah. in a video about the, the wall itself, my land. Uh, there's uh, things people have left at the wall. Um, they have there, And uh, it's, uh, you know, it took us all day to put together yesterday, but it's a really nice-looking wall.
7: I went by uh, last and, night.
9: Yeah, when it was dark.
7: Yes, well, up, not not, really, not completely dark.
9: Yeah, but when it's dark, it looks really nice when, like I said, it's still 24 hours. And as long as it's not wet, you, mm-hmm. you cannot rub. The, the, uh, somebody will be there if you need a rub. They will help you. Uh, they will rub the, a name for you on the wall. I see. In the book that tells you where everybody is. And uh, if anybody's out there would like to come and visit it, it's a three-quarter scale. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, really, really nice, and it's a, a tribute to uh,
7: our Vietnam
9: uh, veterans that were uh, that were killed, killed in the war. Of course. Uh,
7: the so it, like, It's going to be here through Sunday, folks.
9: Uh, 2 o'clock on Sunday. They'll be tearing down at uh, 2 o'clock, and it's 24-hour 7. Where is, it 24 next, hours you know? where, where is it headed next, do you know? Pardon?
7: Where is it headed next, do you know?
9: In Michigan. Okay. It's headed to Michigan next.
7: It's a real honor to have it here. This is the second yeah, time it's took been it, here. Yeah.
9: yeah, they've been trying to get it, and it's uh, on a waiting list. for two years.
7: Yeah,
9: and, it, and it's finally here. And uh, yeah, I'd like to see a lot of people come out and uh, take it. You know, take advantage of uh, seeing uh, about the Vietnam War and what took place. And uh, it's uh, really a nice tribute.
7: Absolutely, to those who were killed. So. The, I have uh, four names on there that I worked with and um, I've done the rub I understand
9: yep I was a uh, several cl- a classmate uh, yeah brothers classmates uh, there's you know there's a lot you know I think there's about 25 Athens Countyans on there and uh, um, you know Philip looney mm-hmm. he was the first of Ath- uh, one from Athens County that was killed He's on
7: there, you know, they're all there. Wow. So. Yeah, Yes, so so I, I like, like a, I said, I drove by last sure. night. It looks great. Um, and, yeah. of course, you officially opened today.
9: We Yeah, 10 o'clock ceremony okay. uh, here this morning. They're getting ready to do that.
7: I know Connor so. and the uh, j- jambulance were among the uh, escorts.
9: Yeah, they were.
7: And um, it, uh, that was kind of a neat thing. He was impressed. Okay. If I was longer watching it myself. Yeah, I'll bet. Okay, Dave. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Thank you.
9: We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.
7: All right. So, the Vietnam Wall Memorial is designed by Maya Lin, who's, that's an Athens connection, of course. Dr. Henry Lin, right? Was it Henry? I think so. Was his, her father? Anyway, is um, um, on display the portable version, which is I think three quarters actual size. But it's very long. And um, it's on display next to the convo where the, um, what do they call it, party in the park for ball games? happens. Yeah. Tailgrape Park. Tailgate Park. Thank you. And we also have that that uh, famous uh, log cabin there on the corner. That's in the same chunk of, of grass and all. And park in the uh, convo lot. There's signage there uh, parking for Vietnam Memorial um, visitors. And walk over and there's also a, a, a trailer that has uh, videos and things, and and uh, there's catalogs where you can look up where you can find a name, which panel, and so on. Most interesting. It's been here before, once over in Punch Card Park, another project of uh, Maya Lin. Anyway. So it's here till Sunday uh, mid morning. Something like that. All right, well, forgive my interruption, uh, but that's important too. Okay, so then we had. um, Where did I leave off? Ellis. So. Hall is now Stocker's Center. Super Hall is demolished. So, uh, Alston Ellis, who was the 11th president, served from 1901 to 1920. We have Ellis Hall. And within that building, you've got the classics and world religions, English, philosophy, and the Institute for Applied and Professional Ethics. Alton Bryan, you got Bryan Hall, that's a dormitory. Herman James Hall. Uh, James Hall again a dorm. Walter Gamerzfelder. Gamersfelder Hall again dormitory. John Baker, and of course the Baker University Center. Vernon Alden, Alden Library. Uh, Claude Soul. Um, I couldn't find anything named for him. Now, I knew Claude liked him, but uh, to date, anyway, there's nothing specifically bearing his name uh, in terms of a building. Then Harry Crewson, uh he, the Cruson House, which is up basically the last house on the corner there. Um, be the last house on South Court, right across from the entrance of Baker Center. That contains what's uh, known as institutional equity and the ombudsman. And, of course, uh, Charlie Ping, in his passing, started all of this discussion. uh, The Ping Center, the, the recreation center, Bob Glidden, the College of, uh, School, of, School of Music, that's now Glidden Hall. Okay, well, enough on this report. But I think it's interesting that there were two periods, the very first five years and then another five-year period back in the m- mid-'40s in which we had no president. Who would have thought? Well, again, our, there is a service to uh, honor Charles Ping, Saturday, I think it's at First Presbyterian Church, which is at 2 North Court Street, Saturday at 2.30. and i think the full obituary now will appear in our local papers maybe even today so many things to talk about i came in here absolutely jammed with papers let's um let's let's do a couple of our common things, today is National Lipstick Day. Now, is there a color you like in particular? Um, uh, no. No. Okay, I'm I'm fond of um, that sparkly stuff. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, it was meant to be a joke. It just didn't work out. Okay, um, National Lasagna Day. That's good. Have you ever had a bad lasagna? Not yet. I certainly have some I prefer over others. It's amazing how many variations there can be. It's National Chicken Wing Day. Athens is very into that. And... Many communities are, for that matter. It's National Intern Day. Boy, do we need a few more of those out here. We're working on it with the uh, sales center on campus. And it's National Chili Dog Day. So not too many things to complain about on there. Historical events... Let's see if anyone sticks out. I really would like to skip some of this stuff because I'm way behind. Oh. 1921, Adolf Hitler becomes leader of the National Socialist German Workers' Party. That's pretty significant. I think the others I can pass by. Let's see about birthdays. Okay. Clara Bow, B-O-W, an actress. Uh, I always thought she was pretty, but she died in 1965. Was born in 1905 on this date. Um, Name a film or two. Clara Bow. Clara Bow? um,
4: Let's see. I, I know I didn't give you any warning on that. She was in the movie *It* from 1927, *Wings* of 1927, *The Wild Party* of 29, and called her Savage in 1932.
7: Well, she's. Uh,
4: she was nicknamed the *It* girl. The
7: *It*. Okay, a guy that uh, wasn't quite so nice, Benito Mussolini. This would have been his birthday, 1883, the year of his birth. He died in 1945. Former Prime Minister of Italy. Elizabeth Short, born on this date in 1924, died in 1947. Um, she was an she, actress. She, oh, was she? Yeah. I was thinking she was a bad girl. Uh, Well,
4: she was found murdered in uh, a park neighborhood of Los Angeles. It became highly publicized due to the graphic nature of the crime.
7: Last uh, birthday is Walter Hunt. 1796, 1859, his death. What's he think? What's
4: his thing? Walter Hunt, uh, he was an American mechanic an inventor, notably of the lockstitch sewing machine.
7: Okay, now we got two, um, what do you call it, deaths uh, to mention, but we're first going to take a call. Good morning.
10: Good morning. Um, Was uh, Dr. Ping also a minister?
7: As I recall, yes.
10: And yesterday uh, you had a topic uh, regarding the um, swimming pool. And I think you must have been looking on your phone or something to get the name. You said Betty Moore. Mm-hmm. You were looking at something.
7: I don't recall that.
10: Well, anyway, her name was Terry Moore. Okay. The one with a very high salary. They brought her in from Florida.
7: Oh, no, okay. Terry Moore. Now, Terry I'm, Moore. now I'm following you. She is... Um,
10: Gone. Left.
7: <laughs> yes. I, I, I was about to say she has uh, stepped down. She still has an active role, but will be leaving, I think, soon. Um, the um, she was shortly after I left the the Arts Parks and Recreation Board uh, was when the transition occurred, and I've met her on a number of occasions. She was very qualified, but. Um, I was not engaged in day-to-day operations like I used to be. So, I, it's hard to me, hard for me, to be too critical because I just don't know what things were done right and wrong.
10: I don't know anything about her, but uh, I, I understand from your past conversations on the radio that you would like to be on that uh, on that board again, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I think well, I'm sure they can always use public citizens such as yourself anyplace. So. Uh, Thanks for whatever you do for the city. I appreciate that.
7: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Take Um, care, both of you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. uh, Two deaths. uh, Vincent Van Gogh. I think we know about his background. He uh, was born in 1853 and died on this date in 1890. This other one I feel I should know, but I don't. William Wilberforce, born, uh, born in 1759 and died in, on this date in 1833.
4: He was a British politician, philanthropist, and leader of the movement to abolish the slave trade. He began his political career in 1780, becoming an independent member of parla- uh, Parliament for Yorkshire, or Yorkshire, as some say.
7: Mm-hmm. Now I've had some papers in here for a few days and they pertain to the Olympics. And my guess is most of these you've heard, but by golly, we're going to make sure. These are factoids, I like to call them. Number one, Athens, Greece hosted the first modern Olympics. I'll bet everybody knew that. Next, the Olympics have been hosted by 19 different countries since 1896. The Olympic rings represent solidarity and unity among the continents of Africa, North America, South America, Asia, Oceania, and Europe. The gold, silver, and bronze medals were not awarded until the Olympics that took place in 1904. Before that, the winners were simply awarded an olive wreath. Next, the United States... Okay, my cell phone is telling me there's a message. Um, The United States has won more than 2,800 medals. Uh, But entering the games that are taking place right now, no other country has won more than 1,000. That's interesting. Michael Phelps is the most successful Olympian. The U.S. swimmer earned 28 medals, including 23 gold and four, over four different Olympics. Now, um, he's also somewhat hosting parts of it. Now, uh, Simone Biles, we all heard about her situation recently. Do you have a number on her? Yes, she has six. Six. Four gold, one silver,
4: one bronze. She has a total of 30 Olympic and World Championship medals, however.
7: So she had more than he.
4: Well, if you consider World Championship medals, oh, which wait. is totally different
7: on the, never, never from
4: the Olympics, no, Michael Phelps
7: remains the
4: most medaled okay. Olympian.
7: Alright, next. Originally, the games were only in the summer, and then they began Winter Olympics in 1924. Golf made its Olympic debut in 2016. Baseball, softball, karate, skateboarding, and sport climbing uh, are debuting... This year. Uh, The next factoid. The United States has hosted the Summer Olympics four times. Twice in Los Angeles. That being 1932 and 1984. Once in St. Louis in 1904. And of course once in Atlanta in 1996. And another point that's kind of interesting is that figure skating started out as a a summer Olympic sport. Hard to imagine. By the way, did you hear me say what year the first Olympic Games took place? 1776 B.C. What did it feature? It featured wrestling, boxing, long jump, javelin, discus, and chariot racing. And it didn't happen over a period of just a few weeks. It took a few months. So just a couple of interesting points there. We have about to one minute, right? It looks that way. <clears throat> How many Olympic sports are there? You have any hunch?
4: I, don't, I think we said 30 some, 40
7: some, 67. 60 some, <laughs> 67. And I've got a little graphic here that shows uh, each. Like in just very simple logo. And uh, I think I'd like to make a chart out of that. Put it in my off. We're out of time. In our bro. 71st year of service to Southeast
1: Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Debra Rodriguez. A new star is shining
0: bright at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo. 18-year-old American gymnast Sunisa Lee has won gold in the all-around competition. The former favorite Simone Biles, who withdrew, watched from the front row. CBS's Steve Futterman was there, too.
3: With Simone Biles out, I think probably many people thought the U.S. had very little chance to win the all-around, but Sunisa Lee finished third in the qualifying round, so we knew that she had a, a very good chance, and she came through with the performance of her life. She had an excellent vault, then went to the uneven bars, the balance beam, and then clinched the gold medal with the floor exercise. Steve Futterman, CBS News, at the Summer Olympics in Tokyo.
0: New COVID cases in this country fueled by the Delta variant are skyrocketing in states with low vaccination rates. KHOU-TV's Matt Doherty is in
3: Houston. The numbers show a frightening prediction that's now coming true. TMC hospitals report that COVID-19 patient admissions are growing at an average of almost 10% per day now. Yesterday, TMC hospitals admitted 187 new COVID-19 patients. Last month, the average was only 48
0: per day. As
3: President Biden gets ready
0: to announce new vaccination rules for federal workers, the administration indicates there's reason for hope.